<laughs> Not this time. Usually does. <laughs> All right. So um, we're here with a very special guest. John, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, this is John Shumway. <laughs> Actually, so uh, Daniel just got back from his mission to Santiago, Chile. Daniel, you want to say hi? Hi. Daniel's uh, my oldest son, the first of the Shumway, the nine kids' kids, grandkids, first one to go on a church mission. Uh, came home a little bit early, right? Daniel, you want to talk about that, or is that something we should probably not talk about? You know, it, um, it hurts a little bit. It actually really does hurt a little bit, uh, truthfully. But yeah, I came home about four months early because of coronavirus. Um, but... Oh, he got it and spread it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was the first one. Um, so I had to come over the now. But patient zero on Santiago Chile. They don't know how he got it. but <laughs> as, as far as I know, I don't have it. He was like, this bat looks yummy. I, think, I don't want anybody to think that I ate a bat. Okay? That's going to come back and harm me. Okay. Um, but no, I, so the, they sent home the entire mission, all the, all the um, Americans from, from my mission early. And um, they released me as a, as a missionary a little bit early. But, you know, I, I, I like to say that I served my 20 months much better than the two years that my dad served. So, <laughs> um, so that, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say. Daniel, your dad got sent home for entirely different reasons. <laughs> I got a short mission and it hurt, but it's more the, never mind. Um, so uh, this is what I want to do. I want you guys, when Daniel got home, I was like, it'd be cool if we talked to like PJ and, and John, they all went to Chile on their missions. I'm not missing anybody, am I? No. Good. I was like, geez, I had this little panic moment where like, I thought maybe Kevin went on a mission. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> he would be the one I'd forget. <laughs> He'd be like, I went to Chile. Um, <laughs> So, you literally uh, drove to England to. So I have just kind of like we're going to go kind of chronologically, and, and I'll kind of ask you just all kind of the same question. You can answer it um, in order if that works. Um, hopefully, that's the easiest way to kind of do this. But Daniel, uh, um, I want you to talk about. Let's do this. Let's talk about when you were called, uh, what mission you served in, kind of what was your reaction to receiving the call, kind of when you opened it, who was there. Um, and go to that point. So okay. does that work? Yeah. So I was called in 2018, uh, like two years ago, um, to the Santiago South Mission, uh, which is a really tiny mission. It's actually, at that time, it was the smallest proselyting mission in the entire world. Um, but it was a really awesome mission. Uh, all the missionaries knew each other. We were all sort of in the same little place. Um, when I, I opened the call, obviously, in, in this house, in the house in Cheyenne, um, and there wasn't a lot of people there, but I remember when I opened it and, and I read uh, Santiago South, there were a lot of people that had served in Chile. I think there was this Phil Brenchley who was served in Chile. There was, I think PJ, were you there, PJ? I was there, yeah. You, you were there? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and obviously grandma had lived in Chile. So there was a lot of people that had connections to Chile. Um, and everybody went crazy when I opened it. Uh, I, they, they did this thing when I was in the mission where they asked us to send in sort of our, um, the video of our calls, the video of opening the calls and everybody was, was like, your family must be crazy. They all went insane when you opened your call. <laughs> I'll scream and excited. It was uh, super exciting. It was really, I was really excited. That's, and I said this a lot during my mission. That's exactly where I would have wanted to go. Um, the Santiago South mission. So I'm really grateful for that. What, like, what was your initial, like, emotional reaction uh, just excitement i mean it was yeah excitement and, and really you know as soon as i read it i was i knew that that's you know, some people read their mission calls and they're like oh, where's that what's that going to be like and i i knew that that's what i wanted to do and exactly what i had always hoped for okay cool pj so uh so where we were when we got our call and yeah our reaction? what yeah what year what years did you serve so i, I served from 2000 to, sorry yeah 2000 to 2002 um, and we talked about this in the, I think, missions episode. I was there in 2001, September 11, 2001. Um, Wait, did we do a missions episode? Yeah, I think so. No, you dreamed that. Oh, no, September. We did the September 11th episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what it was. It's like, geez, did you guys do one without me? <laughs> we should start doing that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, then you won't have to be forced. <laughs> one of the rules is everybody has to laugh at my jokes. <laughs> uh, John, John talked about that before we went 
Good job, guys. <laughs> anyway. So when I opened my call, I was at the Baker Street house. Um, there's, actually, there's video of, of mine, too. And, and I, I'm sitting there. I open my call. My mom is reading over my shoulder. And she starts screaming halfway <laughs> reading the call because she, like, read down to where it said Santiago North and started screaming in my ear. Um, and so I was there when I – uh, read my call, but we didn't have social media, so we didn't. I didn't send it to my mission president. Have him put it on their mission Facebook account, <laughs> Twitter feed. I don't. I don't think we did that either. I'm not sure. It was just a little motivational thing to keep spirits up, PJ. But you know, mock away. You know, just. <laughs> so that was that's where I was, and, and, and mom was screaming because I was the. John went to, you know, you can tell you about it, but I was going to the promised, promised land of Santiago where the smog is always thick and the grass is always wilting. Wilting. <laughs> the grass is always not thick. Uh, Wasn't so, that like a Led Zeppelin lyric? <laughs> the yeah. promised land where the smog's always thick and the grass is always wilting. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's how I learned where I was going. And, and I, um, I mean, of course, I knew where Santiago was because, again, mom had lived there when she was younger. So that's mine. Were you excited? Yeah, I was really excited. I was, okay. I was really, really excited. Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I didn't know. I knew where it was. I knew where Chile was, and I knew Santiago, but I'd never, you know, it, it's so different. Um, just, you know, I knew it'd be culturally different and, and just a big city. And so I was, yeah, I was really excited. Yeah. I was there when you opened yours, PJ. It was, it was pretty cool. And I remember mom screaming and all that. So I might've even yeah. been filming. So you're welcome for that. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. John. Yeah. <laughs> Are you nervous? John? John? Just a second. <laughs> going to take some deep breaths. Um, <clears throat> you know, PJ mentioned the Baker street house, Sam, you, when you went on your mission, we were actually at the Eberhardt house, huh? No, no. I, I opened my call in the Baker street house. Really? Yeah, because we had moved. We moved there my senior year. Did you think we went back out to the Baker Street house? To, to, <laughs> no, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was the Baker Street house. I remember the morning you left. You like you came in, and we were all tired, and you were like laughing at us, and I could tell that you were kind of uh, sentimental. But uh, you know, this isn't about you. This is about <laughs> the chili, the chili missions. Um, so I went on wait, a mission and stop being about Sam. What's up, PJ? What? I said, when did this stop being about Sam? I just, it's always I, about me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody's laughing, just like the rules require. <laughs> I'll stop right, so, it, Sam. That's funny. <laughs> okay, so John, what years? What what year did you open your call? Or what year did you? Uh, it was 1995. Okay. Because that's the year that I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was December of 1995 that I left. But I think I probably opened it. What they usually give you like two months notice. Yeah, something like right? yeah, something like that. It was it was sometime in October probably, and we were at Sherry's, and um, it was just like mom and a bunch of the kids and maybe like Vera or somebody random, and I wasn't too excited about it at all. But uh, <laughs> it was it was awkward. I like opened it and there was a bunch of people in the restaurant and like nobody freaked out, but it was just like awkward. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't your normal uh mission call opening you know party yeah why did you decide to go to sherry's was it like you really- mom did she surprised me she was like i i, I didn't even want to go to sherry's because i was doing stuff with my rap band <laughs> <laughs> that's another but episode like, I, <laughs> but i went and i was like kind of irritated and being bratty i'm sure and then she's like, we've got your mission call. It's time to open it. And I was like, oh, I better be a little bit more grateful. So, yeah, I opened it. And my, my call was to um, Concepcion. Okay. And it was just one mission back then. I think it's four now or? Um, there are two. two. I don't know. It's Concepcion. Two. Concepcion Sur, I think. So, yeah. Well, and I think well, any now because they've all been shut down by Corona. So, yeah. <laughs> right. there's no mission. Now it's back to just one chili mission. No, it's the <laughs> South America <laughs> mission. South America South. America South mission. All right, so uh, let's go in reverse order. John, we'll go with you and then work back to Daniel. Uh, so you open your call and kind of talk about preparing to go on a mission. 
um, kind of what were your thoughts? What did you do to prepare? What were you scared? Did you have to break up with girlfriends? Stuff like that. Um, I mean, John, you yeah. had to sort of disband the rock or the uh, rap band, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's so long ago. I, I really don't remember much of what I did to prepare. I mean, you have your like farewell talk and back then it was like a big family ordeal. And, you know, it was like the Shumway family show for sacrament meeting. Seriously. Um, I found my program from, from my mission farewell. And it was literally everybody in the family give a talk. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. I should, I should like send it to you. This is ridiculous. There were like five musical numbers. <laughs> I think somebody did like a ribbon dance at one point in, in this thing. <laughs> like, like yeah. They did the whole three hour block was my mission. For <laughs> ridiculous. But yeah, John, you probably had that same thing, right? Well, Cassie would just randomly break out in ribbon dances during sacrament <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, did you have a no, girlfriend, I mean, John, that you had to break up with or? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I, I joke about your rap band, but was that like a thing where they were like, oh, you have to leave on a mission? What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really did disband the, the band, huh. but I mean, I don't know. We, we, it's, it's Laramie, Wyoming. So it's not like it was a legit band, you know, yeah. you ever heard Herman of O was, called? but, <laughs> um, were you nervous to go? Uh, yeah, I was pretty nervous. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was opening the call, I remember I was, I was, I had some anxiety there because you'd gotten called to Argentina, Sam, mm -hmm. and, uh, I didn't want to get called some, you know, stateside mission where mom and dad would be disappointed in me and they wouldn't count it as a real mission. <laughs> yeah. They made it very clear. They were like, anybody goes to Nebraska or Vermont, just don't even bother. It <laughs> doesn't count. Um, okay. Uh, well, and we'll talk about the MTC next. So any, anything else about sort of that time before that you remember that stands out? No. Okay. It's a pretty, pretty boring time in my life, Sam. <laughs> um, do you remember going shopping for clothes, for like uh, missionary clothes? Yeah, actually. Um, mom took me shopping. We bought a couple suits. I think I still have one of them and wear it, wear it to work. Um, just kidding. I wouldn't fit in that suit, <laughs> but dad bought me these, uh, echo, they're called echo Walker shoes and they were like $200. Wow. And I just remember thinking, man, dad never, ever spends that much money. I must be super special. Yeah. And they were actually the best shoes I've ever had in my life. Like they, right. I wore them every day for two years. They never wore out. Wow. They were really, really good shoes. Cool. All right, PJ, what do you remember as far as preparing to go on a mission? You had, you had a pretty serious girlfriend, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, relationships episode. Yeah, we covered that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it, you, I know you're just setting us up for when Daniel comes and he can talk about his spiritual moments and how awesome <laughs> amazing he was. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i did i was like hey daniel let's get john and pj on and you're gonna look super <laughs> spiritual <laughs> so i i mean i i remember taking mission prep and i remember i was never nervous and and i, I don't know it was never maybe it's just my ignorance but i was never nervous or, or anxious at all in preparing to go um i you know i had all of sam and john's hand me down shirts from their missions and, and a couple of suits that they wore during their mission. So I didn't get to go shopping for anything. Wow. <laughs> Is that true? No, no, I'm just kidding. I, don't, I, don't, I, remember, I, I remember, I don't remember buying clothes, but I remember going to, I think Walmart and getting luggage. And then I was, I was so unprepared when I, for, in, in multiple ways, when I went on my mission, one was clothes wise. But I remember before going into the MTC, dad took me to a mall in Provo because I didn't have shoes. And he bought me a pair of floor shine shoes, which is funny, John, because they were the best shoes I've ever had in my life. And they were like, yeah, floor shine are nice. Oh yeah. They were super nice. And I wore them basically every day on my mission. I still have them. I wear them to work often. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I do. I do have them. Like finally by the end of my mission, they were completely worn through on the soles and like the heels. And uh, finally I got to where I just wear them on Sundays, but they were the, the, the best shoes I've ever had. Nice. Probably saved my life on my mission, you know, cause I could run super fast in them. <laughs> um, do you, PJ, do you remember your farewell? Um, 
vaguely. I, I just not not really. I I didn't have I didn't take up the full three hour block. <laughs> You know, I gave a five-minute talk after you know some high counselor had spoken for forty-five minutes. <laughs> I was like, "Well, I guess see you later. I, peace out." Did you guys have like I, friends, like non-member friends, show up at your fellow? Did I? Yeah, you or John? No, I didn't have any non-member friends. So, okay, John. Um, I don't think so. Just your rap band? No, they didn't come. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> yeah, that's. I like how Sam just like jumps to John. I I may I don't remember if I had member friends or I did have friends that were not members of the church. <laughs> well, you said that. You just jumped to John. I gave you a chance to wallow in self pity. <laughs> no, it was getting kind of boring, so he needed to write. <laughs> it was like, oh, John, PJ, <laughs> thanks. All right, uh, Daniel, preparing. Um, I, I don't know. I just remember being really nervous as well, um, and not really knowing. At all what I was doing we went and bought we bought a bunch of I remember we bought like three pairs of shoes that were all really cheap and they wore out in like in like four months I, I had to buy gone with grandpa I should have I should have gone with grandpa yeah he knows how to get shoes I was like dad don't you think I should have better shoes I'm gonna be walking every day <laughs> I'm not gonna pay more than forty dollars for a pair of shoes so forty dollars for three pairs of shoes these are made out of plastic and the, the weird thing is I wasn't even working that hard and the shoes just fell apart Shoe carnival. Can't be a shoe carnival. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, okay. I mean, I just remember being really nervous. I think I was kind of grumpy for like two or three or four or five or six months before just because I'm a lot, I'm a lot like my mom. I, I don't really like, I don't do super well with change. And, and I think I was anticipating, I mean, a huge 180 change in, in my life. And, um, so that, that's what I remember sort of, um, working up to the mission is just being really nervous and kind of grumpy and spending like a lot of time just thinking <laughs> about like, uh, what was going to happen. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you remember your farewell at all? I do. I mean, I remember not really wanting to have a farewell. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I gave a talk and then like people came over to our house and I just kind of like went downstairs. I, I was super lame. I think I probably am a little bit less lame now, but I, I, there were like people in the house that wanted to talk to me and I just kind of went downstairs to like our recording room and, and played the guitar, I think. <laughs> um, but that was sort of what I remember uh, from, from my farewell and um, from, from my prepare, time preparing for the mission. Did you do like a mission prep, anything like that? No. Yeah. Okay. All right, John, you get to go first on this one. Uh, let's go, let's talk MTC. Uh, kind of just talk about like impressions or maybe your best and worst memories from the MTC. Are we going to talk about getting beat up by uh, glue sniffing? Kids? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got that on my oh, list yeah. of, uh, yeah. I just want to make sure we highlights. get to that because highlights. <laughs> uh, the MTC was actually my favorite part of the mission. I loved it. It was kind of like camp. It was like with a bunch of guys I really liked. Um, they made me the AP, like there was two APs, like our first uh, week or second week. And so we, I don't know, it was just fun all the time. Yeah. And we, we studied hard and like we did, we made a lot of progress learning the language, but I don't know. We just, I think it was a group of guys I was with. We just had a lot of fun and I really liked them and um, really didn't want to leave the MTC, honestly. Like when it was yeah. time to get on the plane and go to Chile, I was like, I just wanted to stay here. That's crazy. I think that's yeah, a and, pretty unique And I hear people of, say they like yeah. hated the MTC, but it really was my favorite part. I didn't hate it, but I was ready to go when it was time for sure. Hey, real quick, all of you guys, um, and Daniel, I know this answer, but do you get there? There's people, are there people you still stay in touch with from your mission, like other missionaries? Yeah, I do. Yeah. John Moffitt, do. He's a, he's an attorney now. He actually works for the church, I think. Huh? Or BYU. Maybe it's BYU. PJ. I'm closest to the group in the, in the, that were in the MTC. There were six of us that all went to Santiago North. And so we were, Four of us were in one of the rooms and, and a couple other were down the hall and we're, they're, they're the ones I keep in touch with the most. Really? Like, um, like regularly? No, I mean, I'm, I'm talking like Facebook. I mean, it's okay. not, like, not like I call them up on the phone regularly. I should. I mean, that probably, I think I'd enjoy that, but you know, I mean, um, relationships. PJ, do you have, do you have any bad memory? Good. Well, talk about your best and worst. Well, 
Talk about the MTC, PJ. I actually, I love the MTC too, except for trying to learn Spanish. Other than that, it was great. Like I, it was very structured. Maybe that's how I enjoyed it so much. I love the MTC. I had no problem with it. I mean, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was sad to leave, but I mean, I, I, enjoyed, I loved it. Did you enjoy food there? But I will say that so I'm probably the only one that had to have a special tutor, Spanish tutor, because I'm pretty slow. Um, In general. Yeah, Spanish tutors, like, you know, I, ever since transitional first grade, I could never quite find <laughs> the ball. Okay. What's transitional first grade, PJ? Seriously? It's called being held back. It's, being held it's back. a euphemism for, for failing first grade. Failing kindergarten. <laughs> he didn't flunk. We're gonna have a transition year. We're gonna call this his transitional <laughs> first grade. No, we just we just wanted to hold you back so you'd be the oldest in the class. I was like, no, no, mom. I, I couldn't count to, to fifty. <laughs> I didn't know numbers so went funny. higher than forty nine. <laughs> Except the numbers went higher than forty nine. But yeah, so I, I love the MTC. I, I wait, wait, BJ. BJ, did you really have like your own tutor? What did that look like? I did. I think he was more like a, uh, a counselor, but they <laughs> tried to tell me as a tutor for my anger issues. But no, yeah, I, I would, you know, go and study. And you know, the funny thing is the one thing that he said, and I think I may have told Daniel this, but he said, you know, when you're speaking Spanish. 80% of the time, what comes to your mind will be the right thing, so just say it. And that is really what made a big difference in me in trying to learn Spanish. Once, I mean, well, through the MTC, you don't learn anything. But once you get down to Chile, you know, you finally get to where you, you're not afraid and you, you can look like an idiot, and that's fine. And that yeah. was one thing that always stuck to my mind. is like 80% of the time, what, what comes to your mind will be right. Right. So yeah. you just go. I like that. All right, um, Daniel, MTC. Shoot, I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to sound like a bummer. I don't want to sound like a bummer because you guys both liked. I think everybody liked the like the MTC here, but I hated the MTC. It was <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I hated it a lot. I hated it every day. <laughs> and, um, and that's not a joke. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> I got to the MTC and. And like the group of people that I was with, well, first off, I was in, I don't know, PJ and John, if you guys were in Provo or, or Mexico City, but I was in, I was in Santiago. Oh yeah, I was in Provo. Yeah, we were, we were yeah. in Provo. Everybody that comes from Mexico City or, or, well, I really only knew people that came from Mexico City said they loved it. So it was awesome. There was lots of things to do. There was like you know, basketball courts and, and jams and, the, you know, there's a lot of people there. In, in Santiago, there's like 35 of us total in, in the MTC. And the people I was with just, it just so happened that every single one of them was really into like eating good. Like that was their favorite hobby. was like eating good food and, and like nutrition. And that was not, I mean, that wasn't my hobby. That's not what I, I like to eat bad. I like to eat not good and play sports and. Did you say I like to eat bad? I, I like to, no, I didn't, no, no, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, everybody's saying that I ate a bat. I didn't eat a bat. I think we should probably restart this. This is going to come back. And, no, but, um, I, but anyways, back to the, my, the MTC. Basically, I just didn't like really fit in with the people that were there and, and they always, I don't know. I just didn't like it that much. I didn't feel like I, I improved my Spanish very well. I didn't feel like I was getting that much better. And then, so Daniel, one question. Did you have a special tutor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have a special tutor. You know, okay. So your Spanish was much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. And then the day I got to the mission, it was, it was much better. I loved it. And, and I, I think I always knew that it was just sort of the MTC and I kind of had, uh, a rough go and sort of bad luck with who the people that I was with and, and the MTC, but I didn't like it and I didn't eat a bat. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Daniel talk about, uh, and this is maybe more fresh in your, it's for sure more fresh in my mind, but right. talk about you, like your first day in the mission, uh, your trainer, other memories from mm -hmm. just like that day one. Well, so in, in my mission, we did something kind of crazy. I don't think any other missions really do this, but 
they bring basically the entire mission every not the entire everybody that has changes they bring it to they bring them to one place so there's like probably at least like 60 or 70 missionaries in one chapel and they bring all the new people and they set them sit them up in front of everybody and they have sort of this slideshow presentation that shows where all of the changes are going and when you learn about the changes in the mission everybody goes insane everybody goes, it's like a sporting event um so i remember like they would say and, and elder chumway will go with elder hernandez and in this sector and everybody goes insane and so i was just like what is going on because i didn't understand any words or anything um so my first impression was just like this is so weird and then my trainer they they said elder shumway will be with elder braganza and they will be in uh they'll be in san martin and i went and my trainer like gave me this big hug and was talking to me in spanish and i remember the first thing i said to him was um uh what was it it was Mi español es no bueno. Which <laughs> <laughs> is not how you say that. <laughs> but he would go on to make fun of me endlessly about that. Um, turns out he, he spoke English, so it was okay. Um, I also remember my first day, they made, I was living in a house of four, um, and they made sort of, they made this like altar as a joke <laughs> to Joseph Smith, which oh, no. No, it was bad. It was bad. And they like did a prayer to it. And I really confused. there's a video. We could, I guess, you like put videos on. I don't know. Yeah. If we want to put that out. Yeah, in the maybe, world. It might not yeah. be good, but I remember being so confused. Um, and then it was actually a really great day. After that, we went out and, and talked to people and, and got into some houses and met some really awesome family. So your trainer, you liked him, got along with. I, I loved him. He was awesome. Yeah. Cool. He's from Brazil, right? He's from Brazil. Yeah. He really is from Brazil. Yeah. Um, PJ, first day in Chile. So it was actually interesting. We came from Provo where it was the middle of winter. My, my first preparation day, the first Monday on my mission was Christmas. And so we, we got oh, wow. there. On, on the flight there, our plane broke in, in Miami. <laughs> so like, it wasn't anything big. Like it didn't crash, but like this toe piece broke. So we ended up spending the night in Miami. Like four missionaries heading to Santiago. So that was exciting. So we ended up getting to Santiago like two in the morning. And so we get picked up, we go to the mission house and, you know, we, we barely sleep. The next day we get up, they'd already done transfers. We actually do the same thing, Daniel. Our mission, we'd all, everybody who had transfers would go down to the temple, to that chapel right next to the temple oh, in the awesome. chapel there. And then we'd find, you know, we'd meet our new companionships and then we'd go out from there. So we would come down downtown, but they had done that like the day before, because that's when we were supposed to be there. So we get there, we get like two hours of sleep. By the time we go to bed, we go to this chapel. It's like, 98 degrees, uh, super hot. We hadn't slept all day. So I, I remember sitting, I can, I can see this vividly in my mind, sitting in this chapel in this front pew, trying not to fall asleep as people were talking. And then right after that, my companion, my trainer, Elder Anderson, he, uh, we get into a, a micro and we go downtown Santiago because they're having like a Christmas co uh, choir singing, uh, so like missionary choir. Um, and, he, and we go down to the Plaza de Armas, and he's like, okay, go talk to people. Wow. <laughs> and so I, I it, was, it was actually lucky because I go up to this guy and he's like, yo soy no hablar inglés in Spanish. <laughs> I am, I don't speak English. <laughs> and he, he tried to talk to me in his broken English, and I tried to talk to him in my broken Spanish. But I just remember being so hot, you know, and, and – in this, and I also remember the bus ride, you know, the first time in Amikido, that's always fun, these big buses that drive around Santiago. Um, and so that was my introduction to my mission, was going downtown to the Plaza de Armas, like you know, the, the White House of Chile, and being sent out to talk to people. But I love my trainer, Elder Anderson. He's a great, great elder and, and great trainer. Okay, John, first day in Chile. Um, yeah, I remember I was pretty tired, too. I mean, we didn't we had like, is it like a 20 hour flight or something like that? Yeah. it's long. So what's that? Yeah. It's long. I don't know how many hours it is. Yeah. But, uh, didn't get much sleep. And when we went in, um, we actually went to the president's house and, uh, yeah. And then we went to the AP's house and then the next day they had the big, you know, con congregation where, uh, we got introduced to our new companions and, I loved my trainer. His name was Elder Scott. He was the hardest worker I've ever known in my life, um, which was really good for me because, you know, when you're coming out of the mission, you're a pretty lazy person, I think. Most people, at least I was. 
you're used to just sitting around and doing nothing. And then all of a sudden, uh, well, I guess the MTC kind of, you, you, you work pretty hard there, but all of a sudden we were walking everywhere all day long. I mean, it's like, you know, from seven in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. Um, and we worked really, really hard, but I guess I was only supposed to talk, talk about the first day, huh? Yeah, that's all right. Um, <laughs> You know, the details, I don't have the details very clear in my head, but uh, I, I remember I was really impressed with all the missionaries because they were so confident and like so, you know, cool and funny. And I was just like, man, I want to be like these guys. Yeah. And, and that kind of set the tone for my whole mission. Like uh, camaraderie was really important and, and just, I don't know, that, that confidence I think really was something I, I tried to emulate. Yeah. Daniel, you, I mean, you saw that, right? Yeah. You know, that's one thing that I loved about the mission. And it's kind of hard leaving it is that you always have people that camaraderie is really real. You always have people that have your back and, and people that want you to do well and people that want to help you and, and teach you and, and show you what to do. That's, I think that's one thing that um, you don't really think about before the mission, but that really makes it great is that while you're in the mission, missionaries are, are sort of your family, like your second, your second family and, and your friends. So yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> John, we'll stick with you. Um, talk about uh, companions and, and just sort of best companion, worst companion kind of thing. Uh, I don't have a worst companion. I really, every single one of my companions was amazing. Jeez. Well, I, I did have <laughs> somebody. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> no, it was seriously. I just, I got lucky with just really, really great guys. Um, but how many, John, how many Latinos did you have versus gringos? I had two Latinos. They were both from Argentina. And it was when I was in the office. Yeah. They were both the co-APs with me. Huh. <laughs> and they were really good missionaries because they were from Argentina, right? Well, that probably contributed to it, but they're just really good guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, both of them were just amazing, amazing people. And um, yeah, I, I mean, my best companion was probably... Uh, the one I trained, Elder Birmingham. Uh, I just love that guy to death, and he's he's one of those like really really good looking guys uh, that had like tons of friends back home and super super charismatic, but somehow like humble at the same time and like wanted to learn and wanted to just soak everything in. Yeah, and I just love that guy. That's awesome. But really, I I didn't have any bad companions for sure. Hmm. John, real quick, because I don't know that we'll get to this. Uh, I, I want to ask you about the, the glue huffing kid that beat you up. But, um, but you were by yourself, like in, as part of your mission, you were like, didn't have a companion, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. So I still don't know why, but the, the elder I was with, who was a really, really great guy, um, got, he got sent home. And Wait, you'd like for? I don't know any, why. Okay. People would try to tell me and I would say, I don't want to know. It's not my business and don't talk to me about it. Even the mission president, like, asked me if I wanted to, like, talk about that. And I said, no, that's, that's his business. And I have no idea what happened. But he got sent home, like, mid, I guess, like, it was, it was probably right maybe a month after transfers. I can't remember how often they do transfers. So but, similar to situation, right? Similar to what? Similar to Daniel's situation, right? Yeah. <laughs> he ate a bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think Daniel ate a bat. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, he gets sent home, and, and then and then you just don't have a companion. Yeah, and I was I was still a junior companion at that time, so he was my, I think he was my second companion, and uh, so like, but we were in a house with other missionaries, but they would go off on their, you know, their section or whatever it's called, their area. And I would have to find some kid from the ward to go and teach with me. And I, I like was still struggling with the language, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, this is where like miracles in your life happen because we baptized like four families while it was just me and like little kids. And it was, I mean, it was like baptizing a family in Chile back then was amazing. Like nobody's baptizing families. They're all baptizing these little kids who all yeah. you know wanted to get baptized. So it was just a, it was a strange, strange part of my life, my mission, but at the same time, like, um, just a, an amazing part too. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, I, I, I remember when you told me that, I was like, no way. You didn't have a companion. I, I actually, I didn't know that you were in a, in a house with two other missionaries. I thought you were just like living by yourself. I'm like, what? No. Okay. Uh, PJ, talk about your companions. Best companion, worst companion. <clears throat> I had a lot of good companions. I, I, I did have a worst companion. I'll talk about that one. But um, I will say that I, I, you know, argued and fought with every single companion I had. Even my <laughs> trainer, like the most humble, amazing person you'll ever meet. And he's, I don't know, he's probably one of my best, uh, Elder Anderson. He was, I mean, just an amazing missionary. You know, you talk about these guys that are, you get on your mission and they're just, you know, confident and, and, and great people. And he, that was him, you know. Maybe it's just because he could speak Spanish and I couldn't, but. Um, <laughs> it's probably but more I, I, just that. I only had one uh, Latino, um, and he was probably one of, he's also one of my best companions. Um my worst companion was Elder Sansana. And I guess he actually, he, he was Chilean, uh, Chileno also. He was my very last companion. And basically what happened was the, the uh, president, we had a new mission president, and he, he, the assistance of the president didn't know who to put Elder Sansana was with because he just had problems with everybody. And so he, they put him with me, and, and he, was, he was tough. I mean, he was really tough. He was the Cumbia champion of his town uh, back oh, in no. South Yeah. Yeah, he uh, threatened to fight me a couple of times, and I just laughed. Um, but he, he was an older guy. Like, he'd come on his mission really late. I think he was, like, 23 or 24 or something like that. Um, but it was, it, was, it was tough. He was a, he, he struggled quite a bit with, you know, just getting along. But he was my very last companion. Huh. Yeah, I remember you telling me stories about him when you got back. Yeah. Uh, and then he was from Chile. Where was your other Latino companion from? He was, where was it? I want to say, uh, actually, I want to say Peru, but he was huh. just super humble, awesome guy. Yeah. All right, Daniel, best, worst companions. Um, my best companion was definitely the, the kid I trained, Elder Mickelson. Um, we just got along really, really well. I think from the beginning, I, what I wanted to do in my mission was train. I was trained somebody and, and I trained twice. One of them was my worst companion. And then, <laughs> and then the next two changes was, were, was my best. Um, Elder Mickelson was just, I don't know, we got along really well. I always kind of wanted to train somebody that was kind of like a, I think most trainings are like this, but he was kind of like a little brother. We, we got along and everything. We talked a lot. That was the least success as well that we had when we were together. But um, he was just really positive and, and really wanted to learn. And, and we had a lot of fun. Um, Maybe that's why you weren't so I, I think so. <laughs> Having a little bit too much fun. No, we worked hard, too. I mean, we worked really hard and, and, and tried, but uh, I think that, you know, he, he, was, he was definitely my favorite companion. I, I've, I have also had a lot of really good companions. My trainer was great. Um, my last companion was awesome. But definitely my worst companion was the other person that I trained. Um, his name was Elder Gomez. He was from Ecuador. And he just had a lot of problems too. I think he was probably pretty similar. Well, I don't know. I mean, he just wouldn't talk. He wouldn't do anything, and he and he hated everyone. <laughs> um, oh. Like he, he he he. That's what he told me. He just said, "I don't like people. I don't like to be around people. I don't like to talk." <laughs> so I was just alone. I was alone for it. We lived alone as well. Um, he would like insult um, our our people we were teaching. Uh, we were teaching these awesome Venezuelans one time. And they were, they were awesome. We were teaching about the point of salvation. I was doing it alone because I did everything alone then. And at the end, he just started like saying that they weren't, um, I can't remember what it was. Uh, the Venezuelan said something to him and he kind of mumbled something really mean to him. I don't think he really understood. I don't know if I understood, honestly, but um, he was kind of a mean person. He, he went home later as well uh, from his mission, but uh He's had a really hard time adjusting and was hard. I was kind of alone for like a change. That's rough. Yeah. So let me, let me ask you this and, and John, you can start. Um, and we'll leave more, a couple more questions, but uh, what's your best and worst memory? If you can single out like a single, and maybe that's, maybe that's hard, but if there's like one thing that you remember that was really, really great and one thing that was really, really hard or bad. Well, so the, the best things that happened are, are pretty personal and like, you know, very spiritual. Um, so I, I don't know that I want to talk about those, but, sure. uh, probably the, the best thing, um, was like when you would, I, it was, it was early on my mission, you'd fast all day 
and be out in the hot sun, walking really fast everywhere you go. And, uh, you know, you'd be exhausted, tired, thirsty. And then I had this companion, Elder Scott, who was like a dessert connoisseur. And he would, he would have his family send him ingredients and he would make these desserts on a fast Sunday to break our fast. Wow. And it was just like, oh, it was heaven. It was, it was the best thing ever. Um, and, you know, you're in Chile. All the food's different. Uh, chocolate tastes like wax. And <laughs> there's really no good, like, sugary foods there. Like, there, there is in the United States. At least back then there was. And I don't know. It might have changed. Um, so that was a really big deal. And then the worst thing, uh, I don't know. It was always hard when people would get really mad at you. You know, because, you, like, like you're, you're so positive all the time and you're so happy all the time. And for somebody to just, like, get mad at you, for no reason, it doesn't make sense. It was, it always kind of just made me feel like down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it wouldn't happen very often. Like the Chilean people are so good and loving and um, just, just really kind people, but you'd find just some like jerk every once in a while and it'd ruin your day. And I can think so, of a couple examples, but. Well, I'm kind of surprised that it wasn't when you got beat up by that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that wasn't even the scariest time. I mean, did you guys experience glue huffers when you were on your mission, Daniel? Oh, they're, they're terrifying. <laughs> I don't, I don't they're know. like zombies, right, PJ? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daniel, you got, like, did you run into them? All their nose and their mouth. and Oh, they're terrifying. You know, I was, I was in some pretty bad parts. Like I was, my mission is the worst parts of, of Chile, but I don't really know. I think that wave might have been, been over by, by, by yeah. this time because I didn't – I mean, they were probably just doing their stuff a little bit more in private. Now. Yeah, those, those gated stuff, Daniel. Gated huffing communities. <laughs> I mean, that's really what Chile, they, they're not trying to stop drugs anymore. They just want people to do it in their own private spaces. <laughs> I mean, don't do it in the street anymore. Gosh. Yeah, so, so a glue, a glue sniffing kid who was looked like a zombie, he was, was, was really, really scary looking, punched me in the face, and, uh, and then ran away. And like these people came out of their house with bats, and they were like, we're going to go get him. But that wasn't the scariest thing. The scariest thing is there was this one night we were walking home and it was probably like, I don't know, 11, 12 at night. And uh, this group of guys comes up to us and they're like, uh, give us your projector. Give us the projector. And they said it in Spanish. And I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> and so this guy had this bottle and he walked up and he like smacked my companion on the head with the bottle. Oh my gosh. Um, but it was plastic. And so, <laughs> so like this fight ensued. He's like, Where April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was a plastic bottle. I thought he was, he was about to get like brained Murdered. by this bottle. Um, but we, we started fighting. I like stepped back, didn't touch anybody. But this one guy like had, had one of the drunk dudes in a headlock and was smacking his head on the wall. Oh, my like, God. One of, the, one of the missionaries we were with. And uh, <laughs> this little missionary like took off running and ran like two blocks away. And just left us all. <laughs> and so we, we like got out of the fight and the guys took off and they didn't, they didn't steal our projector that we didn't have. And then we like caught up to this other missionary and we're like, why did you run away? <laughs> and he was just this little like skinny guy. I think he was just terrified. <laughs> but that was, that was probably the scariest moment of my mission because it was, it was dark and you know, I thought these guys were going to kill us. Well, and you love that projector too, right, John? <laughs> <laughs> John was just clutching the projector in his arms. Anything else? <laughs> no. We didn't even have a projector. I think missionaries used to carry projectors yeah. around to show the uh, the feminas. Yeah, I'll build your <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> All right, PJ. Yeah. Best and worst memories. Sam's getting choked up right now thinking about build your rainbow. <laughs> um, I think the worst. We've already talked about my worst memory on the twenty uh, first birthday episode. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Go back and listen uh, to that. Yeah. Satan's bunghole out of me. No. <laughs> the worst, the worst, I, I remember the worst moment of my mission was when I was in Batuco. It's this, it's this country town north of Santiago. It's like out in the Campo. And I was with a companion um, who I found out later his, his parents were getting a divorce and he was like super depressed. The work was tough. It was the middle of winter. Uh, we were always wet and muddy and cold. And I remember like at one point just like going to the bathroom, just breaking down, like crying. And, uh, that was probably the lowest point of my mission um, because it was just so just depressing. Like my companion hated me. He hated his yeah. mission. Um, 
we were in this, you know, I was sick. We were in this house, you know, we didn't have any heat. Um, it had flooded and ants took over our, our house. It was, so that was the lowest, that was the worst point of my mission. Um, I mean, with John, I, I think the best times were just seeing people. You could tell, and I think it's different as a missionary. I think you have a different, you know, the spirit with you differently. You could tell when people started learning. You could see kind of that light turn on yeah. with them. And, and that was always, I think, the, the, the best time. When you were teaching somebody, you could just see that, that change in them. Yeah, for sure. All right, Daniel, best and worst memories. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to agree. I, obviously, I think everybody that serves a mission is going to say that their best times when, were when they were teaching people and, and they saw people change and they saw people some miracles in people's lives and um and people realizing what they what they needed um that's probably the best times and uh i think the worst times are a little bit more fun to talk about too but <laughs> i mean you know I, I my mission there's some really cool things that happened in my mission uh, for example chile went insane with a lot of protests and that was you know that in hindsight, it's kind of a fun memory um, because it was insane. I mean, it was just a crazy week where every day things were changing and buildings were burning down. And um, they called us um, one day and said, in, in two hours, you need to have somebody to take you to the temple. You need to get out of, I was in actually the worst, I was in La Pintana, which is like one of the worst places in Ooh, really. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you need to get out. Like find somebody to take you to the temple right now. Um, and so we were calling everybody that we could in the ward, people from other wards that I knew and, um, just like emergency trying to get out of where we were. That was fun. I mean, I was in that moment, I was really nervous because literally every single night there was huge fires in on the street where we lived and there, people would just build huge fires. We, I remember one day walking out of our house and just seeing it's just everything filled with smoke and they burnt down this Mayorista, which is like a supermarket that they have. They burnt it down. It was in our, my community. <laughs> Um, and it was completely gone, uh, which that was a crazy week. Um, it, it was crazy to drive by that later and, and be like, I've been in that building and it's just burned down. It's not there anymore. Um, but it was fun. I mean, we went to the temple and, and we were just there, a whole zone of missionaries just kind of <laughs> being like, this is crazy, right? I mean, <laughs> everybody's going insane outside. Um, I think probably my worst overall memory was what happened like a week ago when president sent us a text and. Uh, told us that we, had to, that we were all going home. Uh, and then we had to call all the missionaries and, and, and tell them that. And just like every time we'd call somebody, they'd start to cry and then we'd start to cry again. And um, it, it, that was a hard time. Like that day where they told us, yeah, you're all going, everybody's going home. Uh, it was probably the worst yeah. <laughs> of my memories. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're here. Now I'm here. Now I'm home. <laughs> it's yeah. still the worst. <laughs> wish you could change. Um, one more sort of related question, but different. Uh, you know, the country of Chile obviously is different than the United States. And um, what's your favorite memory of Chile and sort of the like least favorite thing? Um, not necessarily mission related, but just about sort of the country's favorite thing about it and your least favorite. Who's first? Uh, let's see. Daniel, you go first. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I really did love uh, the people in Chile and, and they are very giving and, and, and they care a lot about missionaries. They care a lot about like us and our well-being. I remember during the protests, I mean, we would get tons of calls from members being like, what do you need? What, what can we do? How can we help you? Do you need us to take you somewhere? Do you need food? Do you need water? This is what's happening. I mean, they really do love, I don't know if it's just because we we're missionaries or, or what, but they were very kind. Uh, most of them were very humble. I loved the people and I loved the street food a lot as well. <laughs> um, completos and, and sobapillas were really good. I eat those a lot. Um, in terms of chili, yeah. the worst thing about chili, it was real, always, when I was there, I don't know if it, it maybe has changed, honestly, but it was always either really, 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 really hot or really, really um, And, you know, I, I love Chile. I don't, I don't know what I would say. I would have to think about, maybe I'll think about something or agree with somebody else when, when it's um, their turn. When it's their turn. But, yeah. um, those, that's what comes to the top of my head. PJ. Feel free to interrupt me anytime, Daniel, if you think of it. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny. Missions are almost like a life within a life. 
you, you have all these experiences and, you know, just talking about it, they all come through my mind. One thing I always loved about Chile was the springtime, just because it's such a, it's a beautiful city. And, and like when it would rain, you know, and knock down some of the pollution, it's just a, a beautiful city. And, and, you know, you get the lilac trees and you'd be able to walk. And it, it, I don't know, that, I have really good memories of the, just the springtime and, yeah. and seeing the city itself. Because it really is a beautiful city. Man. It's very modern um, overall. <laughs> yeah, we could... So that, that, those are some of the, the good memories. And I agree with Daniel, just the people. They're very giving people, very humble. I mean, they, and, they, and they do, they love the missionaries. I think we talked about a mission. It's your highest highs and your lowest lows. You'll never be as you know, loved as you are as a missionary. You'll never be as hated as you are as a missionary. And uh, I think the members, they just love the missionaries. And so you, and you, you, know, you feel that, and, you, and that's always stuck with me as well. The, the worst part of Chile... Um, I guess they, they all think we work for the CIA. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Um, Diarrhea was pretty bad for you, right, PJ? That was, yeah. I mean, but that, that's not so much Chile as, you know. <laughs> it's it's your PJ irritable bowel problem. syndrome. <laughs> that's a PJ <laughs> problem. That's not a Chile problem. Yeah, kick it hard on my 21st birthday. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the summers could be brutal as a missionary just because you're out in the sun the entire time. And it's hot and it's dry and it's dusty. And, and, and fast Sundays, you think you're going to die. Um, yeah, totally. But overall, I love Chunks, Chile. I love Santiago. It's a, like you said, it's a great place. You know, PJ, I remember you sent me, you sent me an email because you emailed me like every single week. And, and I just so you know, I, I would read those. I love those. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you sent me an email about about the the spring, uh, and it made me realize like every day I would go out in the spring for the little time that it was actually spring and not really hot, and I would appreciate it a lot more because <laughs> it is really pretty in the spring. Um, you know, like, I can remember one time walking down the street and they said like lilac bush trees on either side of the street, just like right. totally. Convenient. And that was one of the. And I remember just, like seeing myself, you know, the heavenly father loves me you know whenever i hear the song of a bird and that was one of the probably the happiest times in my mission that's awesome uh john yeah i'd say john real quick you were in concepcion is that north of santiago south south how far south is it pretty pretty quite a ways away Mm, no not too bad I, i don't know distance but i went to santiago one time uh to see a doctor because okay. I had an ingrown toenail that was like getting infected, and it was really bad. You went, you went to Santiago for an ingrown toenail. <laughs> wow! Seriously, I got well, it's I like cut four hours. <laughs> yeah, it was only four hours. Was, That's like me going really to Salt Lake to <laughs> for an ingrown toenail. John would go to the ER about twice a week for like hangnails, and he'd get a you know a bloody nose, and he'd be like, "I need to go see a specialist." <laughs> hey, Doctor Menzosa. Yeah, you guys have bad. no idea how bad this. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, uh, after after I saw the doctor, I was like, I can do that on my own. I'm not going to go to the doctor again. And I literally did surgery on myself with like a razor blade oh and gosh. tweezers. And uh, I don't remember what else, but. And how, how did it turn yeah. out? Did, did it work? I mean, it doesn't have the toe anymore, so <laughs> turned out great. It's good. It's good. No, it Walk did turn out great. After that, 25 people have to do it. Turned out real good. <laughs> No, but I, I really did love the people because, um, like, they're just so much more affectionate. Like, you could walk down the street, pick up a little kid, put him on your sh- give him a hug, and it wasn't weird, you know? They just, they just like, affection is, is so much different in, I think, South America in general. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. And, and I just really appreciated that because, uh, I don't know, people just seem more sincere. And like when, when you had somebody who you're friends with, um, it was like a much deeper friendship and there was much deeper, uh, relationships, I think, than, than we experience here in the United States. Uh, and I just, I don't know, I, I would, one of the things that mom told me before I go on, before I went on my mission was, uh, love the people. And like that echoed in my head through my whole mission, just love the people. And I, and I think I truly did. And, and I still love the Chilean people. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, but you know, Chile, it's a, it's a dirty place. <laughs> and I remember, I remember coming home and thinking you can literally lick the sidewalk in the United States, <laughs> but in Chile, everywhere you go, it's just dirty. Yeah. And there's graffiti all over. There's graffiti. Oh yeah. Graffiti. Everywhere. 
Yeah. And like yeah. they just crash in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't like that. And that, you know, when I lived in Mexico, it was the same thing. It's like you go outside the United States and, and standards are just a lot different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, uh, 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 last, last question. And I'll just have, um, PJ, you and John kind of Daniel's in that place where he's adjusting to being back home and real life and get, just give him some advice, um, you know, for making that adjustment and getting on with life and, and also sort of, I don't know, appreciating the mission. So, uh, PJ, you can go first and then John, you can kind of wrap it up. No, no, Daniel, I understand that your body's going through some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm missing you. And you have special feelings. Uh, <laughs> PJ, I think you misunderstood the question. <laughs> PJ, do you want me to say it again? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, it's, it's one of the strangest times in your life. It was, it, was, it was, I had so much more culture shock coming back from Chile than I did going to my mission. Just because you're awkward, um, and, and Daniel even more so than like most. But <laughs> I, rem- I remember I got home on on Halloween. I got home Hall- on October 31st, and we went to this ward Halloween party, and it was the most awkward, weird thing I've ever experienced <laughs> in my life. Um, but you know, advice, and I'm sure your mission president talked about this. Just keep doing what you did on your mission. Um, Life time becomes something that's just strange after your mission. You know, it's this year will be 20 years since I left and it seems like it was yesterday, you know, even talking about it. So take advantage of the time, you know, enjoy college, enjoy, you know, even though it'll be all, I'll be online. Um, try to enjoy it anyway. Uh, Cause it, you know, time just goes. And so enjoy the time you have and, and, and just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. John. Um, yeah, I mean, what PJ said is pretty much it. Like, <laughs> actually, one of the, one of the things that I did after my mission and, and uh, continued kind of through my whole life is praying in Spanish, yeah. and I think it helps you keep your language and, and it, it's a different type of feeling to pray mm-hmm. in you know another language, and and just have that connection to your to your mission because that's you spoke in Spanish and you prayed in Spanish and everything was in Spanish. And when you, when you continue to do that, I think you have the spiritual connection to like who you were on your mission. Yeah. That's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Did John, Don, did John yeah. did like your mission president, like tell you to do that or did you just do that? Uh, I, I just did it. Um, I can't remember. Somebody told me that they, they had been doing that and it helped with their, uh, you know, keeping their Spanish yeah. up, I guess. Well, and just what you said about, you know, your mission is like the most spiritual, you're the most connected and and you know your most sanctified time of your life and and uh you know i just thought about as you were saying that that's that's cool it's a good idea yeah okay well um what's that to do that daniel yeah (laughs) what what john said just what john said uh daniel you want to give some final thoughts give myself some advice give yourself some advice or just i don't know just no i mean you know it's funny because Nobody ever wants to leave the mission and it's really hard. And, and um, when you're in the mission, it's, it's not easy. I mean, you have times like PJ said, where you, you just want to cry and, there, and there's no, there's nothing to do. You really learn who you need to rely on and, and, and how you need to rely on him. Um, so I'm just really grateful for, for, for the chance that I have to serve in Chile and to serve a mission and um, hopefully change. So thank you guys for the, for the advice. Um, and, and that's it. I love my mission. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because um, nobody, I, I mean, I was ready to leave. I, I'm sure you guys were too, right? When your mission was over, you know, I don't know that Daniel, Daniel is a little bit different because he, you know, was told was, you're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, I wasn't ready. <laughs> you weren't ready, yeah. Um, I don't know, John, were you ready when it was time to, for your mission to be over? Uh, it was It was mixed emotions. I, yeah. I, I definitely didn't want to leave, but I was excited to leave and, get back to like, you know, the rap uh, band. The life of, <laughs> no, no, but the life of like luxury really. Yeah. I mean, you work so hard on the mission and you, you are deprived of so much that, uh, you, you get back and you realize how 
just spoiled and yeah i mean we have everything mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're really blessed to live where we For live sure. and to have the things that we have and you realize that really in a really uh profound way when you go you know to another country and in a country where they don't have the things we have so um it's great all right well guys um thank you for jumping on daniel yeah, for being a special guest john for being the uh special guest number two uh, i think i was the first special guest yeah, he, special. Can, he can be number one <laughs> yeah. john's number one <laughs> thanks Daniel. all right guys <laughs> You're welcome. love you guys <laughs> love you love too. Too. Talk to you later. bye